Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Thought Explorers. I, did I help you, man? You got, like, you were, like, got this stance in order to... Yeah, this, is, this is my recording stance. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, but I am one of your captains today, Nate Gibson. And I am Matt Gibson. And uh, on this show, as you already know, probably, we just talk about stuff. I thought we said we're not doing that anymore. I mean, we didn't. We did say that, but... It feels weird to just jump right into it. I uh, I guess. I don't know. It's either way. We'll see what happens. It's hot today. It's so heckin' hot. It's supposed to be apparently it's hailing somewhere. It was supposed to be storming all day, and some weather thing. I was talking with people. Apparently it's hailing somewhere. It's eighty-five degrees right now. That's not P-time. hailing. That's not hailing. It's not. But apparently somewhere there's hailing. Well, I mean, it's always got to be hailing somewhere, right? I don't get it. Is that, was, that, was that a joke? <laughs> it was kind of a joke, but also kind of just love large numbers. It's always got to be something somewhere, you know? So it's probably raining somewhere most of the time, snowing, hailing. Of all the types. So, what are you saying? There's always a tornado in the, in the world somewhere? Maybe? Just a law of large numbers. Mm. Okay, maybe that doesn't hold true with natural disasters. Yeah. But with. Just your common everyday precipitation. I feel like there's That's, something occurring somewhere. I agree with that. So it's always eighty-five degrees somewhere. It's always today eighty-five it happens somewhere. to be right here. It's always at yeah. least this is at least one of the places. Yeah, uh, but Matt, what did what did you want to talk about today? You had a, a topic, several topics to bring to the table. What did I just? Yeah, I did. <laughs> the first one I have is so okay. So you're going throughout your day, and you know, you say, you say hi to people, you say, in the morning, stop laughing at me. Are you like, you're like convulsing, you're convulsing. I'm trying to let you talk while I, while I get all the laughter out, because you're just goofing with your nails and like, having a crisis over there. Um, so you're going throughout your day, and you say hi to someone, it's in the morning, you just get to somewhere, you say good morning. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, then you go, uh, some more of your day happens, you see someone new, you say, hey, good afternoon, sir, or madam, you know? Okay. You got that? And then it's nighttime. You can't say good night to <laughs> someone as a greeting. You can't say, hey, good night, and it's like, then you're leaving. Then why would you greet someone like that? Have you considered the phrase, good evening? Well, <laughs> evening and night are two different times. I disagree with that sentiment. I I disagree with your sentiment. I, I think evening and night are about the same. No, not at all. Um, but I think the good good night thing, that's probably because generally night is the end of the day. So people aren't usually uh, walking around doing stuff at night. So that's why it doesn't come off as a greeting. Mm. It, it's more of just culturally, I guess. The day is done. We have done our things. Good night. I bid you good morrow, and yeah. we'll see you again. Okay, I, I can I can get down with that, but we need to back up a second to evenings and nights. Okay. 100%. How are they not two different things? Then what's the evening? When does the evening start? I guess I'll rephrase my, my, my Thank thought. Thank you. Evening is part of night, but it's not all of night. Evening is the Ooh. early part of night. Okay. Kind of, I guess. Evening to me is from, like... 5 p.m. to like 8. 
And then eight on is night until like the sun comes up in the morning. Or six. Six to nine or something like that. No, see I, I, I disagree. I think I think evening starts when it's the sky is starting to get darker. Um if okay. if it if it's still six o'clock, six o'clock might be evening, but if it's a summer and the sun's still out, then I, I would argue it's not evening, it's late afternoon. I can't agree with that sentiment. It, it's just like late, late afternoon. Yeah, that's real late afternoon, almost evening-ish. Almost, almost. I mean, you're getting there. You're so getting very I feel close. like it'd be more evening than afternoon at that point. It is. You are dipping. So then why You have walked up to the so line. So why is it not evening then? Because it's still bright outside. The sun is still shining. And it is It is setting, but this, the predominant color of the light is orangey, and it's not... Which to me would be like a sunset, which would happen in the evening. So if the sun is setting, that would be pretty evening to me. And I feel like kind of your logic, too. I, I don't know. Evening to me signifies darkness. It is, the darkness is approaching. Is that it, not what a sunset is? Sunset is the, the light. Is darkness approaching? Is the light no, no, leaving no, 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 no. darkness is, approaching? Sunset is the light leaving. The darkness is not yet approaching. Is that not one and the same? They're they're very close, but I think there's a distinction I, to be made. There. No, I think what you cannot have one. You cannot lose light and not gain darkness. I'm yeah, trying, take that one. Yeah, take that one. Son. I'm trying to come up with some snarky. And you thing, can't because like, I like won. what is darkness but the absence of light? But that still doesn't really That's, help. Yeah, my it doesn't case. help your case. So I, I guess I'm. Logically, I'd like to agree with you. Yes. Stubbornly, I do not uh, want to. Okay. So I've won. I, I, would, I would say yes. Kind of. We should keep a tally of arguments. Because I feel like that's a lot of thoughts you have. Like, ar- like fake arguing in your mind. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we should have like a tally board. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. Oh, yeah. That's... Oh, gosh. I know I talked about it last week a little bit. But of, of for our capstone group, the one of the guys... Didn't, he didn't do anything. Literally nothing. And I remember finishing up. My thoughts that night were just like going through just conversations like, how do I tear this guy apart? Like, <laughs> how do I make a bulletproof <laughs> argument for why this man is trash? Yeah. And just, because it, it was just, it was frustrating, but it was also a great experience. It was like, how do we deal with, in, with professionally yeah. with someone who's not doing their job? And I think we did a good job. I mean, we approached him halfway through and said, hey, we're going to fail you if you don't pick up the slack. And he, he didn't make any excuses, to his credit. He just oh. said, okay. What a good man. You know, like, you know <laughs> that's kind of the best thing that could have happened in that situation. He took it. Yeah. He took it well. Like, I, I wanted him to change, but you know what? He didn't. He didn't disappoint me. Yeah. Because expect- he had already lowered the expectations and gave no in- indication yeah. he was going to... You know, change that's very nice that so he did. it was yeah. frustrating but not surprising yeah and i mean what is life but expectation management wow all right it's a, it's a big part of things it is. I mean, it's this i think it's a big part of why we look back on things and generally movies I, I i think about this a lot with movies how our expectations going into them is such a big part of how we feel about them after we've seen movies Mm -hmm. like us when i saw us yeah i was expecting another i was expecting another get out and us is a it's a different kind of movie and that's fine and on its own 
it's it's probably good if I went and watched it again. But going into it with the expectation that this is gonna be this is gonna be like get out, the letdown. I was disappointed and I didn't like it too much. It's hard to advertise things, you know? Because, like, you want to advertise it, but if you hype it up too much and then it doesn't deliver, then it doesn't deliver and people don't like it. But if you don't hype it up enough, then people aren't going to go enough. So it's hard. You got to get that balance. Marketing. That's true. Yeah, I'm I'm not a marketing guy. But I feel like a big part of marketing is not only building the proper amount of hype, but also just... Get thing, get this thing out okay. to as many people as possible. Get yeah. people talking about it, and even if some things, it's like even if they're disappointed by it, they've still bought it. Yeah, they they still exactly. you know, bought yeah. the ticket. They still did the thing. That's very true. So it just, it, I think it depends on the kind of thing. And yeah, and like that depends on like like more depending on the thing. Like if it's not like a big like, movie company, like, they can afford to have a flop of a movie, you know? But if it's something new, and then the first thing they do flops, then it's gonna be hard to market for a second thing if yeah. they didn't deliver on the first thing. Yeah, exactly. Marketing, man, marketing can be scary. Like, it is, it, like, worrying sometimes how much influence marketers have. I, I know I've mentioned this on, on the podcast before, but I, I, I learned at some point that, um, the reason kind of light beers are the thing everybody talks about was because in the 70s, I think, in the 70s, marketers just decided, hey, America, you like this now. And that's why craft breweries, like, weren't a thing for such a long time. Really? Yeah. No, like, craft breweries are on the rise again, but there used to be, I think, several hundreds of them just throughout the country. And then it went to a point where there were maybe, like, 12. Wow. It's... I had no idea. Like, the fact that that can just happen yeah. is terrifying. It is. Very so. so, big light beer. Big beer. Big, big beer. <laughs> okay. We need to... I'm closing those blinds. Are you good? <laughs> okay. Matt is uh, going on a journey, because it seems he is a vampire, and the... Uh, it's annoying! And the light from, from my kitchen window is... Uh, it's just too much for the lad. Your balcony window. My balcony, my, my apologies, my balcony window. <laughs> oh, he's fiddling with it. He's, uh... I'm used to complete darkness. He's, uh... Oh, and he's just, he's using his hands. The twisty thing to twist it, he's, he's pulled I on it. I used it. it. He's I, just, I did it he, he tried to use it, but he did, it didn't do a good job. And it he didn't was just, do enough. He just used his hands and just kind of tore the thing apart. Yeah. It's not really any better, but it's okay. Would you like to switch seats? Yes, actually, very okay, much. So. Then let us switch seats. Play musical chairs up in this, up in this thing, in this house. Oh, well, and that's I gotta a, lean back. Now. That's not that bad. It's pretty bad. Okay, it was annoying. And because like you kept like moving in and out, so like it was like flashing, and I was just there. You know? Oh, okay. So I was, I was giving you a seat. I was epilepsy. You is what was happening. Epilep- I don't think that's a verb. <laughs> Listen, anything's a verb if you put ing. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's like you can add ish, and that it, it just helps with things. It's just like oh vaguely. yeah, it's like ish. Yeah. One. Uh, but what I wanted to talk about today is just morning people and night people specifically, because I don't understand morning people. I don't. You un- don't. You don't understand me. I you. So you're a morning person. I'm both. 
I can stay up till two and wake up at seven and be like, okay, ready to go. Gosh, yeah, no, I just if I don't have something going on in the morning, like a class or something, I'll wake up and I'll just like sit in bed for like an hour and a half because I just cannot. That's horrible. Get out of bed. That's such a waste of time. I know it is, and I feel awful about it every single day. Then just day. get up. I can't. You can't. I can't. You can't. That's the problem. You just need to like. You just need to do it. It's something you need to practice. It's not something that, like, some people, like, morning people, like, sometimes it, it just comes to them, and they can just do it. But anyone can get up in the morning, and using the fact that you're not a morning person is, is just an excuse. Here's the thing. I understand, to an extent, the the excusal nature of it. That, yes. But, I don't know, it, it feels like it's more than just, it feels like it's more than just, me saying, "Oh, I'm I'm a, I'm not a morning person. I can't do this." It it feels like a genuine struggle. <laughs> here's here's no, the thing. I agree. Yeah, like I wake up every morning. Okay, and then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna sleep for like 20 more minutes, and that 20 minutes turns into like an hour. Yeah, oh, that's your yeah. No, and then as yeah, I stop doing that. Yeah. And as I struggle to get out of bed, then every morning I'm like, God, I'm such a piece of garbage. And that's like every day for me, calling myself a piece of garbage. That's not good. I know it's not. It's not good for habits. It's not good for my self-esteem. No, it's not. And I don't know how to do that. You just, you just, you just gotta, you just gotta get up. I mean, like, I don't, you can't, you just gotta do it. And when you're by yourself, you just, there's no way to fix it. You just gotta do it. I like, um, I just set multiple alarms. So like, if you get up at, okay, what's early? If you get up at 10, can you get up right away? I can never get up right away. It does not matter what time. Well, it, it's, not, it's, it's not a factor of the time of day. It is a factor of it is the first hours of my day. If I sleep until 1, then, then, then 1 is my morning. And 1 is your morning. Yes. Just, you, just get up. Just do it. Like, I don't know what to tell you. You just got to do it. See, what I've always been curious about is what makes people predisposed to being I don't know, man. morning or night. People? It just happens. Yeah. Like, is it some, is it, is it, is it a nature thing or is it a nurture thing? That's, that's my question. I don't know, man. It's just some, I feel like it's got to be nature because we're brothers and I'm a morning person and you're not. And mom's a morning person, but dad is. Dad gets up in the morning. I don't know if he's a morning person. He's super not. But he still gets up in time and everything. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I feel like it just depends on each person. Yeah. And the the part that hurts the most, though, is I remember I used to be a morning. Like, as a kid, I used to be a, I used to be more of a morning person, too. Like, in, yeah. like, middle school and high school. Oh, yeah. I used to be fine when I get up. Yeah. Like, I remember, yeah, I could get up at 6 o'clock and I'd just be like, I'd be up and ready to go. Yeah. Not anymore, though. It's like, what happened? I don't know, man. We just got old. Yeah, we did. We're just old folks. Just, uh, our bones don't work like they used to yeah. at the uh, ripe old age of 22 and 20. Almost. You're not 20 yet. When's my birthday? The 29th. When's Dad's birthday? 22nd? No. Yes? Yeah, 22nd, and then Mom's the 26th? Correct. Okay. I always know, I know yours is the 29th, and then I always get Mom and Dad's mixed up. You do always get Mom and Dad's mixed up. That's but I know I them. I, you. Yeah. Thank you, because I've been meaning to ask, because I'm like, oh, shoot, birthdays are coming up. Oh, shoot, birthdays are coming up. <laughs> and I'm like, what a, I got it's graduation okay. to worry about, and then I got to get gifts for you, and I got to get gifts for Mom, and I got to get gifts for Dad. Dad I never just, wants anything. I just anyways. don't know what to do. 
Dad never wants anything, anyways. Yeah. Gotta know the right thing. <laughs> he never wants. You can get him anything. That's true. A good thing. It's the thought that counts. Exactly. As with any gift. Yeah. So I, I I take after him. Like in that regard, I'm very tough to buy gifts for. Just don't buy me things. Just I don't know. But what about we've talked so much about morning people and my specific morning habits. What about night people? I I'd love to know what. Morning people's thoughts on night people. I don't like. I don't even get what like like a night person is because like morning person is very defined. It's like they can get up at like they get up at like six or seven and start their day. But a night person, like, like if you think about it, if it would be like, oh, night person is a flip side, but that would be be meaning like, oh, they stay up till like three or four every night and then wake up at like one, and it's like that's not what a night person is. Yeah, though some people are like like they just need. Less sleep. I mean, Grandma's like that. She can get by on a few I hours guess, yeah, of sleep she a night. Can. She, she's crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, some people are like that. Um, but like you said, you're right. That's not what we generally think of when we talk about night person. Like, I feel like like day person, pe- day person, and night person. Like, I feel like a night person isn't a thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like you're a day person or not. Yeah. Because I guess I guess then what what could we define it as? Because there's Define what night person? Yeah, because I, I think of a few stereotypes. I think there is like the the writer, the creative type who who stays up well, yeah. all hours in the morning working on their craft. Yes. I think of the 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 clubber. Yeah. The you know goes out and parties till the sun comes up. Yes. But well, what else is there? I don't know. Yeah, like those are the stereotypes. Yeah. Um. Uh, there's people I, with like jobs. Like night, like night jobs, night shifts, night shifts. Yeah, you know who we're forgetting? <laughs> the <You> gamer. Got... <laughs> I was saying you got very excited there for some reason. I had no idea what you were going to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need to not laugh about myself so much. That's I have, I have a problem with that. Where a lot of things I think are funny are literally only. I need a to you. And so, like, I'll, I'll, like, a lot of times when I'm talking with Sam, I'll say a joke that, like, <laughs> is a reference to something that I know she has not seen her play, yeah. and then I'll laugh at it. <laughs> what a good joke and I'll be, by me. I'll be like, oh, come on, that was funny. <laughs> I know you don't get it, but that but was, it was funny. It was objectively <laughs> funny. You need to laugh. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the problem with being in the super niche stuff, is that, like, you understand references that literally no one else you, will ever yeah. be able to share. Yeah. But that's a great thing about being in niche things, because when you find someone that also likes that, instant friends. Yes, exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, all right. So you have... No, no, we're not done. Oh, we're not done. done. We're not we done. did not define night person. You're right, we didn't. We just set out a couple stereotypes. We did. I Is guess- there a definite... I don't... I like the idea of there not really being like night person isn't a thing. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm. That's how I'm feeling right now. Um. See, but I feel. I don't know. I feel like having. Well, no, 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 no. I take that back. There definitely are people who aren't night people. Like there's people I know when if they don't go to bed by like ten, they're like exhausted and they can barely stay up. Yeah. So. So there are night people. Yeah. I feel like most people are night people. Mm-hmm. Like it's not as much of a distinction. It's like, oh, you're a, oh, okay, go. You got very excited. No, yeah, I I was got excited because I agree with you that yeah, it, the reason that we don't see that there's less of a kind of a strict stereotype, but there's 
you know, there's a very clear picture of morning person and there's a less clear picture of night person yeah. is because morning people are the outliers. So they're like, yeah. we, like as night people, we can look at them as the other and say, oh, oh. aren't they strange? Aren't they different? Yes. Isn't this a weird thing that they can do? Whereas like, there's no night person like image because that's, that's just everybody else. Yeah. So. Even like even like people who aren't night people are also the outliers. Mm -hmm. Like those are like, I need to go to bed right now. I can barely stay up. And then you look at the clock and it was 1030 and it's like, what? Like those people are also the outliers. Mm -hmm. Wow. So night people are real, but yeah. they are just all of us. We are the night people. You, you, you may have a night person inside you right now. Probably. More likely than that. And if you don't... Teach us your secrets. <laughs> tell, us, tell us your ways. <laughs> Send us an email. <laughs> tell us the, the dark magics of the mornings. There's no way that that thing's broken. Okay. I'm just saying it's because the floor is too close. I'm saying if you lifted up the couch, you could push that in. Okay. I'm telling you. You don't believe me. I know you don't believe me. I can tell by that response. I just don't know why you're bringing it up right now. I really hope you cut this, because this literally doesn't matter. Because I'm looking at it. Well, don't look at it. Look at me. I'm Engage in this dialogue, in this conversation. I see it. Do it's we not to... broken. I'm cutting this out, So, okay. but that's not broken. Incorrect. That's not incorrect. Okay, Matt. Brother. Dear, dearest brother. Okay. Couches always lie on the ground. What do you mean the ground isn't <laughs> like? Are you imagining some floating couch? And if this was a, if this was one of those floating couches, it would be fine. That's not a thing. But like, I don't. Doesn't it not? Like, oh, oh no, that's very broken. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, that's very broken. Yeah, no, it's super busted. That's very broken. It's super busted. Yeah. <laughs> that's very broken. Alrighty, well, the next thing I wanted to talk about was... Okay, so... The birds and the bees. But not the birds and the bees. Why is it bird the birds and the bees? I was talking about this with someone yesterday, and, like... Birds and bees are very, very far off from the spectrum of human reproduction. So it's weird that we use birds that lay eggs and bees that do whatever bees do. Have like a, a queen bee or whatever. You get, get extinct pretty soon. <laughs> nah. No. Um, um, but yeah. I mean. Not, not at all. I have. I at least have. Okay. I, I see a very roundabout way. Okay. That. Kind of might explain the bird part, and I feel like has a has a much stronger connection to the bee part. Okay. So the bird part that I, that I'm thinking that might make work might. So in in this theory, I have birds. Birds are representative of 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 females, and bees are are males. Females have eggs inside of them. Okay. And that is why they're the so birds. That's why they're the birds. And then bees have stingers and sting things and that penetrative phallic nature is representative of maleness. That's the only connection I can think of. That's more than I, more evidence than I thought we were going to find out. Because, I, I mean, like, yeah, but still, like, no, yeah. but yeah. 
Yeah. And see, the the bee thing, I do think there's a strong connection there, just because there's, I feel like throughout history, there's just, fa like, phallic imagery has always been, like, a thing, and I, I feel like that connection makes sense. But I feel like the saying might be old enough that humans didn't understand, they, they didn't have everything <laughs> they, yeah, together. They didn't know. Like, they didn't understand, like, the egg and the sperm and how everything goes together. So... I feel like the bird part might be a stretch, but did you did you have any theories on where this was coming from? Not really. No, I was just very confused. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because just I mean, biologically, those species like it's not one of them's an insect and one of them's an avian. That just and we're mammals and we're mammals. That just none of it makes <laughs> none sense. Of it, none of it matches. <laughs> you know, can't forget the fish. That's a lot. They they don't tell you the whole thing is the birds, the bees, and the fish. What? I'm very confused. I'm, I'm, I'm just making jokes at this point. That's not that's not real. But I wonder when that saying when it came to be. Because it feels very it, <laughs> it feels very like fifties to me. Let's see what Google says. Because I just when I think about it, I think kinda like the idyllic fifties where Little Jimmy goes to school and hides under his desk because that will save him from the nuclear bomb. And later today, we will talk about the birds and the bees. Birds and bees phrase origin. Oh the phrase, the birds and the bees, is a metaphor for explaining the mechanics of reproduction to younger children, relying on imagery of bees pollinating and eggs hatching. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that kind of makes more. So that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. So I was I was on track with the B part a little yeah. bit. Um, well, I want to see the, the Wikipedia. There we go. <laughs> the most reliable source of information. Possible origins. See, the problem with the egg hatching part is um, humans don't hatch. Yeah. Oh. Are you bleeding? Yes, I'm bleeding. I don't know why. Why are you bleeding? I don't know. My finger just started bleeding. It doesn't look like there's like a boom. A what? There's not like a one. There's like, it's giving me a, Wiki's giving me a bunch of different possible origins, but it's not like, here's where it came from. Because yeah. it's, it feels, it feels too silly to have roots in. It says on my poetry. Hmm. Interesting. About a bunch of poets talking about birds and bees. Like, that's where it originated from. Huh. It gave one, like, year in the 1800s, and then, like, the 1600s. Oh, so it goes back that far, potentially? Potentially. Interesting. Or, like, that just is, might be, I don't, I didn't see a date, like, this is when people started using it, but it could just be that's where it was inspired from, not that it started back then, but just poetry Cause, that happened to be from that time. Yeah. Because it feels like, it feels like the same Birds and the Bees does have to be an American construction. It does. I'd have to agree. Yeah, because like in Europe, they're fine with sex. In Europe, they'd be like, "Hey, hey, little little Alfred." Alfred. <laughs> I, I was gonna say Timmy, but like, no, Timmy's an American name. What's like a English name? Alfred, like, yeah. what's a European Alfred. name? Little, little Alfred. Like, here's how sex works, and it's just like that's just part of them. But we're in this country. It's like, mm, you don't talk about that. Yeah. No, we mm, you don't talk about that. But but it's but we do need to pretend to talk about so. We'll tell you about the uh, the birds and the bees. 
Those are not the most common animals that you would see. I don't think. Perhaps Maybe not. birds, but not bees. I saw a really nice blue jay the other day. Ooh. It was a very pretty bird. It's normally you just see kind of like robins and the little brown ones. I think those are starlings, which are fine. But I, I don't think I've ever seen the blue jay, and it just has such a bright plumage. It was it was very close. Oh, plumage. It's, it's, What's that mean? It's it's feathers. Okay. Like, what is plumage but the fur of birds? You're right. From what I just gathered, you're not wrong. That is correct. So, yeah, so it's a weird saying. All right, well then, why don't we wrap things up? Yeah? Whenever I try to, like, move things forward, you always give me a look. It's because you do it you so <laughs> awkwardly. It's because you have, okay, oh, here's another, oh, I want to talk about this later, but I guess we're talking about this now. Everyone has, like, voices for different things. Yes. So, like, I, when I'm on a tour, I go into my star's voice, and yes. I have my tour voice. Yes. When I'm a student aide over the summer, I will develop my student aide voice. It'll be very similar to my star's voice at first. But I will develop it, and it will become more student aid than stars. Mm -hmm. I notice I also have some like different voices when talking to different people and talking about different things. I yeah. also have certain voices with that. I have my ACBU voice. I have a bunch of different. Uh, there's a bunch yeah. of different voices, which I think sounds bad. It's not organic. It's it, well, okay, okay. It's not necessarily bad, but in some situations, it's like clear. It's like okay, this person is just being a robot right now. Um, and when you do that, when you try to do your transitions, you are very like, okay, brother oh mine, let us continue <laughs> on with this podcast. Do you not want to wrap up now? And it's like, okay, Mr. Robot Man, we're going on to the next thing. <laughs> so that's why I always get, ooh, a phone call. No, a phone call! I'm applying for jobs, and I missed it. I've lost a job. Well, no, not necessarily. Um, only if only if they get your tiny ringtone, <laughs> where it's like, Hi, I'm Matt. I don't know. I, I, I changed it. You, I hope you leave a message. I'm going to call my phone number right now and make sure that that's not it. You can only do emergency calls. You need to unlock your phone. Okay. Okay. But see, that's why. That's why. And do you I, get it? You get it? I understand what you're saying. Um, I... I feel like it is supposed to be a little bit jokey because it's it's kind of almost like a defense mechanism. Like I have nothing else to say, so I'm just gonna do this voice. And yeah, I, but it's not good. It's not good. You bro, a, bro, ham. Yeah, you have a large crack. Oh, I know. Through your phone, it's like it's more of a slice. Yeah, it's very slicey. Um, this has been a weird ending porch to the it episode. Is. But thank you everybody for listening. See, that's how you transition. That's how it's natural. Thanks. See, oh, wait. No, I think it was good. I mean, he, I don't know. He, part of it might be that I worked at a, a call center for so long. So just... Well, I give tour. I sell the university people up. I have a voice too. I have my uh, university voice as well. I don't know. Excuses don't work on me. Well, I apologize. Man. I apo Are you, am I taking this food time? Yes, we love that. Um, <laughs> the Royal We. We, Matthew Gibson, love, love that. that. Oh, that's something else I want to, a topic I want to talk about later. Okay. 
So yeah, uh, this has been Thought Explorers. This has been a real weird ending <laughs> of the episode. But uh, if you like the podcast, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever else you leave reviews. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Did you change the Twitter handle? No. Okay, at uh, TE Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Thought Explorers. Drop us a, a line, leave, uh, leave some comments, uh, share some thoughts. Uh, you can also email us. Matt, what's the email? ThoughtExplorersPodcast at gmail.com. Okay. It's a bit of a wordy one, but yeah. that's what we got. Yeah. Our, uh, our theme song is uh, Getting It Done by Kevin McLeod. And I think that is all of the housekeeping things. I think so. Fresh and dope. Well, uh, we've been your captains today. I'm Nate Gibson. And I'm Matt Gibson. And remember to keep it real. Banana peel.